Bow. Welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, everybody? I hope you're having a good morning, day, evening, whatever the fuck it is. I hope you're having a good time. We got... We got Jack Schwab here. Yeah, first guest on this show. It's our friend Jack. Yeah, thank you. No, let's fucking go. Thank you. And yeah. now, Jack's interesting because... You decided to fucking go into culinary school. That is correct. And yes. I think that's a super cool thing to do because mm -hmm. that's a very specific career choice based entirely off of a passion you have, which is fucking food. Mm -hmm. So what was it exactly that kind of got you into uh, into that field in the first place, got you interested in it? Well, um, so before I wanted to go to culinary school, I wanted to do graphic design. Mm -hmm. uh, and... I wanted to go into graphic design because I just thought it was fun. I like creating things. Mm -hmm. um, You're naturally an artist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the problem was the school I wanted to go to was a little too expensive. Um, so I went with my backup plan. I went with uh, cooking. And there are a couple reasons why. Uh, one of the main reasons is uh, job security. Mm -hmm. I think uh, which is one of the most important things when you're looking at uh, when you want to go to college because there's one thing that every human in the world needs to do and that's to eat right mm -hmm. so i'll always have a job mm -hmm. i felt the same way uh with going into barber school i'm like everyone's gonna need their haircut right mm -hmm. so this is a job that's always gonna be around and it's also one of the oldest traits ever dating back to 1500 bc mm -hmm. which is crazy that it's been around Fucking that long mind blown when yeah. you told me that so um, I'm like, yeah, this job has been around since yeah. fucking before Jesus, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this job's definitely going to be here to stay. And then I learned about all the opportunities and everything. And I was like, oh, of course. Mm -hmm. And also, um, you just saying like you went with your backup plan. Some people look at like a backup plan as like a fail, you know what I mean? Or yeah. like a bad thing. It's so good to have a backup plan always. I didn't it's think... not necessarily planning for failure. It's just planning for, well, maybe I'll choose this or maybe this won't work out. This is also something I'm passionate about. It's not even necessarily putting one over the other. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, this didn't work out. This is my sign to get into my other passion, you know? And you can mm -hmm. also do things like that you like create things in art and graphic design on the side too as a passion. And that's what people just get so wrapped up in. It's like they always have to just continue to stick with what they feel is like most important to them. Yeah. And look at the backup plan as something bad when it's not. I never thought of it as a failure. I love, yeah. like another reason why I went into culinary school is that I love cooking. Mm -hmm. Cooking is my way of showing love to someone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And making something, putting time into it and serving it to someone and having that person enjoy that. That's what I live yeah. for. Mm -hmm. That's you know? one thing I was going to say. It's got to be extre an extremely fulfilling job as well. It is. Because you do that. You're making meals for everybody. And it's not just for other people. It's also for yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's kind of like meditation in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, you're cutting vegetables. You're slowly, you know, roasting mm -hmm. a roast or whatever. And you get to sit down and you get to enjoy what you've made. That's interesting. <laughs> a lot of the time, like... I've never, Excuse ever me. cooked anything, like, big or fancy. The mm -hmm. most advanced shit I've ever made is an omelet after a workout. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't jack shit about cooking, so I'll just put it on, like, eh, this heat seems I like it'll do the job cook, or whatever. Man. And so I tend to, whenever I'm cooking, get into kind of a hectic state of mind mm -hmm. where I get a little bit stressed. This, this, this. I got this sizzling, this sizzling. Is it, is it burning? Whatever. And Should I turn the heat like up or dance. down? Cooking is like a tango. That mm -hmm. happens all the time. Mm-hmm. You, you can be Gordon Ramsay. You can be the best chef in the world. You will always be overwhelmed by how much work you have to do. Mm -hmm. I, at the how job... How do you I'm, deal with that overwhelming sensation? It's, it's hard to do at first. Because when you first start cooking, you don't know, or you don't... Uh, so, for example, mm -hmm. when you first start cooking, let's say you're making... Uh, let's say you're making a cake, right? You measure out the flour correctly. You measure all the salt out correctly. You measure all everything out perfectly, right? And when you get more experienced, you learn what a tablespoon of salt is. So I can grab 
a pinch of salt. So you can skip the whole preparation process. You can feel like what a table, you know what Mm -hmm. in your mind is a tablespoon of salt because you've measured out a tablespoon of salt so many times, you know what it looks like. So you think learning how to do that takes a lot of stress out because you're not stressed over proportions, Mm -hmm. you think? The best way to do it and the way to not get overwhelmed is just practicing, you Mm -hmm. know? Uh, And don't be afraid to cook more complex dishes Mm -hmm. uh, that require, you know, I need to make a roux, I need to make a cheese sauce, I need to cook this pasta, Mm -hmm. and I need it done in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's the best way, because that also teaches you time management, Mm -hmm. which is also really important in the kitchen. Uh, It teaches you, um, you know, basic... uh, what do you call it? Like preparation and... No, when you're doing two things at a time. Oh, multitasking. Multitasking. Oh. Gives you great multitasking skills. I also had a, uh, another question. Well, I had a question because like one thing I'm learning about right now and one thing that I really stay true to is like manifesting my goals and keeping my goals in mind. So basically like having a plan, like a five-year plan, like a short-term plan. Like my short-term plan is like get out of barber school and get a job working as a apprentice or like a barber. And then like working underneath somebody. And then my plan after that is like five years from now, like own a barbershop of my own Mm -hmm. and then run the barbershop and rent out chairs and hire a manager. Do you have like that plan when it comes to cooking? Like, do you want to work like, yeah, I want to work under some under a chef as like a sous chef for a little bit and then maybe own my own restaurant or like, what's your whole, do you have a plan? And if so. So, yeah, I I have a plan Um, and I kind of do the same thing that you do, but Mm -hmm. I kind of look at it as more of like an end goal, mm-hmm. I don't worry about the middle. Yeah. Because I know what I want to do in the middle, and I know, because if I know my end goal, I know what to do in the middle to, to get there. Get there. Mm-hmm. So my end goal is, like, I want to own a food truck. That's my goal. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I tell myself, you know, I'm going to own a food truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time until it happens. And that motivates me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, my plan is finish culinary school, work, uh, probably at the place I'm working at, or maybe. Is it about the same like as a bachelor's, like four years? Um, yeah. Okay. So I mean, four years, probably still working and going to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably find after college maybe like a better, uh, like a more high class uh, restaurant. You'll probably get there mm-hmm. like halfway through college because you have more experience. Yeah. And uh, is college pretty nice so far? Yeah, it's actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm learning like so many new things that I didn't even know. That's like, how it's I great. am too. I'm found, like loving it so far. Have you found that? I know we've talked a little bit about this, but how have you found your passion growing more so with food as you learn more about it? You like just oh, like you said, you're yeah. learning shit you never thought you'd know. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in college yesterday, we uh, or I guess last week we uh, learned how to fabricate chickens. So we would take. Oh, uh, like break it down into yeah, the parts? Full chickens. We would uh, cut the wings off, cut mm-hmm. everything off. And you have to do it in a specific way. And uh, just learning about that, you know, made me, you know, want to go home and break down my own chickens. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because it's something you're already passionate about. So it's, going into it, you're not going to look at it as something that's like a drag. Yeah. And that's how I feel too. Like going to school, I don't look at it as like going to school. I'm like, Dude, this shit's going to be nice. Yeah, and I get to, like, talk to crazy people, and I get to be in front of people who I look up to a lot, and they're really well-trained, and they know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you just find a lot more joy in it. The fuck yeah. you laughing about? What you looking at? I'm not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I I have a question. Are you going to get the pig tattoo? Oh, for sure. You are? Yeah, where are you going to get it at? Every chef has a pig tattoo. Yeah, so you got to get one. Uh, What's a pig tattoo? A tattoo of a pig. Know. It's just, yeah, like a pig. like a cartoon pig or just no, a normal like pig a, like or? a like <laughs> a normal yeah. like a real life pig. Yeah, just like this, uh, this shape. Yeah, hmm. every they get back to like cartoons and shit. You have like the muscular chef with the apron and the fucking hat every on and everything. They got the pig. they're like sleeveless fucking thing with the pig on their shoulder. Every chef has a pig. Yeah, damn, I think I'm gonna get it like on my rib. That's the most painful side. place to get a fucking tattoo. Yeah, it's not gonna be my first, but yeah, I'm gonna get one. That'll be sweet. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, fuck with that. One thing I wanted to touch back on a little bit more was how you were saying a lot of giving getting over that initial fear when it comes to cooking is simply just starting to like push yourself to fucking mm-hmm. do a more advanced meal to go beyond your your one day a week omelet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think that's a really important thing for that lesson can be taken to a whole bunch of different aspects in life where it's you have something that's making you nervous. You have something that's scaring you. And really the only way to kind of get over that is to take the initial step to go into the fucking hard thing. And then the more hard things you do, the better you, you get uh, at managing your skills. The, be- the more your skills grow, the better you understand yourself and how you operate in the kitchen, mm-hmm. making meals or whatever. And then you can you can trust that you know what you're doing. And then that will get a rid, of, rid of a lot of stress. I think the whole thing behind that is like, people are afraid to go out of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And that's when you learn the most. Mm-hmm. Seek discomfort, baby. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my God. So, okay, hold on. Just cause you said that, I want to talk about something. You know that, uh, dude, Ross creations on YouTube. He's like the, be- he was like one of the beginning pranksters of all time. Like he did like, Wait, didn't you, did you show me his videos the other day? Ro- no, no, it wasn't that guy. Okay. But Ross creations, he's like one of the first to ever do shit. It, like he does, like he has a treadmill that he put on like wheels and like it would drive. He would drive the treadmill past people as he's running on the treadmill as they're running. Like, he just did stupid shit. But he, this is <laughs> what he did. He just dropped a new brand, or he just dropped a new line for his merch, and he copied other people's merch, like his other YouTube. So, you know, like, the Nelk Boys, it says a uh, full send. On their shirt, they put half send. And then uh, they have Seeking Discomfort for Yes Theory. They put, <laughs> they put Seeking Discomfort. <laughs> seeking Discomfort. And then they did, uh, instead of Virginity Rocks, they did, um, like, something like, sex rocks or some shit like that mm. i'm like dude that's so funny that is i love that guy you, i recommend everyone go check him out his name's ross creations he's so funny if you just want to laugh his videos are hilarious he's so creative like he wrote gullible like on the uh, on a ceiling like on a high-ass ceiling like 18 feet in the air and walks up to people and he's like hey it says gullible on the ceiling and they wouldn't look up and then you look <laughs> up and it says it <laughs> it's so funny well, you know seeking discomfort is underrated as fuck Cause it's scary. Cause you don't like getting out of your comfort zone. It's getting out of the abnormal, getting out of your norm, and you open yourself up to kind of getting hurt or feeling stupid if you're learning about a new craft. Um, but you're you're definitely right in talking about that. Seeking discomfort yeah. is the thing that fucking makes you grow. Cause you can't grow if you're experiencing the same things that you always experience. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're comfortable, nothing's changing in your environment. If you're uncomfortable, that means your environment is changing. And if your environment is changing, that means you're opening yourselves up yourself up to new opportunities to learn and grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're cooking omelets every day, you're never going to be able to cook a steak, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't really make sense, but <laughs> you get it. I just had a steak tonight. It was good. Did you cook it on a George Foreman? Yeah, dude. We used a George Foreman grill for the first time. Really? I've never used one of those. And the steak was fire. It was a nice New York strip. Seasoned that bitch up real nice. Yeah, George Foreman Slapped grills. it on the ass and threw it on there. Mm. So fucking garlic butter, dog. That shit was fire. You'll probably get pissed at this. We have one upstairs, but it's got like burnt salmon oh. just stuck to it. And I'll be, making, I'll be making Clean toast it. to put some like strawberry spread Ew. on it. <laughs> You I, just myself, I just told myself, hey, there's extra omega-3s nah, and whatever. Dude, that's, that's actually, like, bad for you. Yeah. You could get, like, cross-contaminated and, like, <laughs> fucking do... Yeah, this shit, uh, this, shit, this dude finna get, like, E. coli or some shit no, like that. All, all, the, all, the, all the bacteria are probably already dead. Yeah. <laughs> like Still. Hopefully. George Foreman grills are, like, the Rolls Royce of the culinary nice world. as fuck. <laughs> the Rolls Royce. <laughs> Pretty much. They are really cool. They seriously are. You could cook a lot on them. We got a big one, too. We got a big-ass fucking one. I'm going to try cooking some eggs on them. Yeah, dude. That's a fire. Mm. (laughs) But, no, dude. I've always enjoyed cooking, too. Like, people who know me, I I talk a lot of shit. So, Jack, I told him as soon as I found out he was going to school, I'm like, I'll outcook you in any fucking thing you want to cook. Steak, salmon. We can put a dessert together. I'm going to beat your ass in it. And maybe he'll be able to beat me in four years when he graduates. But until then, no, I'm a better now. cook. Straight we should facts. do this. We should have a fucking. We were gonna do. It. We can. We can all. Of our, we can get some friends as the judges, and then Hell you guys yeah. won't know who. What? Who's is who's? That'd actually be a really fun thing to do. Yeah, and I'm gonna kick your ass, boy. Yeah. I'm gonna make you quit culinary school. I know Jack knows how to cut <laughs> up a chicken. I'll rethink I'll my life decisions again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe animation schools where I'm heading again. <laughs> what got you into into that? What graphic design? Yeah, graphic design and all that. Uh. Honestly, like, I love animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always wanted to, like, make my own cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, like, kind of still a goal of mine, but it's not really. But, like, the only reason I got into it is because I wanted to be an animator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh... What's your favorite anime? Sorry. 
Just have to know. Uh, you know, this is uh, one obscure anime. Uh, it's pretty short. It's called uh, One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of underground, kind of yeah. indie. Not very many people know no about one, it. No one really <laughs> knows about it. It's only like uh, like six chapters. It's the longest. <laughs> it's anime only like five episodes in existence, right? Uh, not te- the longest shown in anime. Not the longest anime. There's Fucking. a there's a different one that's been running for like. I don't Ever since animation has I been don't a thing. Get, really? Well, yeah. I don't get how you can continue That's like to the keep Simpsons. a story going like that. It's, well, look at The Simpsons. Yeah. How long have they been going on for? 30-some years? Yeah, Holy fucking shit. You should see the first episodes. They do look they have like shit. Do they have like a consistent <laughs> And they've been predicting the future no, for so long. Really. <laughs> yeah. Predicted everything. So it's just episode by episode. They yeah. just make a new kind of entertainment type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, with One Piece, uh, it's Oda, the guy who created it, is just like honestly so good at telling a story like he's been doing this for since like the 90s and he's been the the story isn't even finished right and there's still things that like are relevant that were like in like the first like few hundred chapters that Mm -hmm. are still relevant in the current story like for example in the first chapter of the show there's this character. His name is Shanks. Uh, That's a dope name. Yeah, dude, he's sick. <laughs> uh, so it's gonna be forever to explain this. Go for it. So these bandits took Luffy, cause uh, Luffy was uh, like dissing him basically. Mm-hmm. So he took Luffy, and Luffy has a devil fruit. And if you eat a devil fruit, you can't swim. Uh, that's kind of fucked for a pirate yeah (laughs) right yeah (laughs) that's the whole point so (laughs) so you can't swim if you have a devil fruit Mm -hmm. so this bandit takes him and he goes in the middle of the ocean he throws luffy in the ocean and shanks hears about it and shanks comes up saves luffy and there's this monster like a sea monster that comes in and he attacks shanks and he loses an arm and after that, Shanks just looks at the sea monster and it swam away. Mm-hmm. Like it was afraid of him. 900 some chapters later, you find out that that power he used is called hockey. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luffy has the same power that he does. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Damn. So yeah. they kept that like a secret for 900 years. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. It's it's the foreshadowing in One Piece is amazing. How many episodes do they have on like a thousand? Episodes, I think it's on its a thousandth and like eleventh. That is crazy, dude. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy getting foreshadowing and tying a story together over that many episodes. Yeah, and it happens all the time in One Piece. Really? Yeah. That uh, I think is major credit to a writer because a lot of I mean you have different variations and ways of going about writing, but I think mm-hmm. one of the most common ways is you start a story because you have an idea of something that you want to want to get across to your audience about the world, people, whatever the fuck it is. And it starts by you take that idea, you make characters or whatever, and you start writing a story, you start developing it. But it all kind of develops out of your ass as you go along. And then maybe you'll find mm-hmm. something to bump my cord. Then you'll find something to come back to. Maybe you you see you can make a connection from this thing that you brought in at the beginning and then make a connection with something that you wrote at the end of the book or whatever. But generally, I see most common way of going about writing would be just developing a story as it, as it goes and you don't really yeah. know where it's going and then you find ways to tie tie things together. If even if that's how they went about writing one one piece, that is crazy that they took the effort to find a minute detail from way back at the beginning to tie it back to an episode like thousands of hours later Mm -hmm. that is crazy and it like in my personal opinion one piece is like probably one of the best like pieces of fiction Mm -hmm. it sounds stupid and like people who don't watch anime are like oh this guy's just being a talk but what's what's the reason for it then so in my opinion just it it has like amazing storytelling the Mm -hmm. world building of one piece is absolutely amazing foreshadowing Mm -hmm. amazing uh it has really for for saying a lot of it has to do with the structure yeah and and the themes that one piece has too like Mm -hmm. 
everyone says that like anime is for kids and stuff. One Piece is in like one of the first major arcs of One Piece. It's about a tyrant trying to take over an entire kingdom of people Mm -hmm. just to gain more power. And even before that, there was a whole arc uh, loosely based on racism. Mm -hmm. There was this villain who's a they're a race of people known as fishmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like, you know, fishmen. Yeah. <laughs> and fishmen don't like people. People don't like fishmen. Uh, there's some slavery things that go on in between those two. And the whole point of that is, is like the main villain is like, I'm doing all these terrible things to these people because they did all these terrible things to my race mm-hmm. right so for being a kids show one piece and a lot of anime yeah, like revenge too like naruto uh mm-hmm. naruto i can't think of any off the top of my head naruto deals with a lot of adult themes. yeah naruto's a really lot. good too mm-hmm. they deal with adult themes and uh well in great pretender they deal mm-hmm. with human trafficking in that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the what was that towards the end of the, the season? second season? That, yeah, that was weighty. Like I had to take take that a break was, like, after that. Sad episode. as fuck. Yeah, it hit really hard. But what I, a great anime! I think this kind of ta- ties back to a little bit of what we were talking about uh, the other episode. Um, how animation has kind of potential to shine on different aspects of storytelling than mm-hmm. like actually recording movies with yeah. real people do. I have an. I was listening to the episode today, and mm-hmm. I formed my own opinion about that. Yeah, what's it? Animation, in my opinion, is like the best way to tell a story. Mm -hmm. Because with animation, you can do anything you want. Mm -hmm. If you're doing like a live action thing, there are some things that you're limited to. That's because it's real life. But if you're a cartoon, it doesn't matter Mm because it's a cartoon. You can do anything. You can animate it however you want. And the thing too is, you can you can get the exact expression on the face that you want from the character mm-hmm. yeah you can't do that, that with an actor like you know what I mean? the expression you can go- convey something through body language and which a actors still actors still do a great job of doing that because it's yeah but if you really want to be picky about it exactly like, you can I want be this picky. eyebrow lifted right yeah. here in this corner just yeah. to show the or just anger. bring the smile Pop out this a tiny vein bit more. out so much and, and you know like they can like in mm-hmm. animation they can over exaggerate it Oh, one yeah. like going back to One Piece, it has a great and the ex- over exaggeration doesn't feel cheesy. Great over exaggeration of emotion mm-hmm. that includes like surprise, laughter, and even Rage. things, even things like anger mm-hmm. and sadness. Like when the characters cry, like it's over exaggerated mm-hmm. for a reason, mm-hmm. and because when they cry, it's important to mm-hmm. the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at the same time because they're not people. That means that because if you're watching a person and they're having this over exaggerated reaction, they like break down and they start crying and it just doesn't feel believable because we're wired to kind of recognize human emotions and human uh, movements and things like that. That's how we're wired. We can pick out tiny. We don't know why, but we can see one subtle movement in a human body, read the read the body language and then know that, oh, they're mad, they're sad, they're uninterested, whatever it is. But with animation, you're not looking at a real human, so you're not going to be controlled by the uh your body <laughs> trying to understand body language and things Sorry, like that's picking a leak <laughs> yeah and um you know there's like take anything that was a cartoon and it made it into a live action it's always shit. what's a live action it's always shit garbage <laughs> gingers don't have souls the movement that's true jack's Which gonna jack be the leader of it yeah he's gonna lead it for us that's mm-hmm. true because we're trying to shine light on the topic you know Sucks. It's true. It deserves more social attention. It does. Oh, are, you're saying it's true. Why so? Because it's true. <laughs> like, did that all start? What was it? The, the it was South Park. South I don't Park. think. Like, I, it's probably been a joke forever. But like, South Park like made it popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was hilarious. Did you see that video? So the camera reacted. Gingers yeah. have souls. I didn't even. I'm watch. a ginger. I go to. I go to church. I'm I, a Christian. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? <laughs> I didn't even watch South Park and that shit got to me. It spread so far. Yeah. That was like one of the first like Like viral hysteria. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Remember Annoying Orange? Yeah, bro. I wish I didn't. Dude, that shit was (laughs) horrible. Dude, did you guys ever used to fuck with uh, Nintendogs on the DS? 
I no. never did. I used to play that game. That shit was hard. Like, I want to buy a DS just to get that game. You can get any breed of dog, train them, do whatever the fuck you want. Damn. It'd just be fun to have a DS again in general. I traded. They don't even think they make them anymore, do they? I traded a PlayStation 3 for a three or a DSi. <laughs> it was to uh, it's to Dickens. <laughs> He's like, I it? need. Yeah, it was. He's like, I need a PS3. I was like, oh, I want to play. Uh, I want to play Pokemon mm-hmm. on the uh, DS. Go back to my childhood yeah. when I wasn't depressed. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So I gave him my PS3. He gave me the uh, DS. And what's cool is that, like, if I have a, I could put the SIM card into like my computer, and mm-hmm. like I can play like randomized Pokemon on yeah, it. That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Th- I want to get a jailbroken Game Boy. It has every game on a Game Boy into it. That'd be pretty sick. You can get it for DS too. It's just like a DS game that plugs in, but it has all the f- f- like coding and files for every mm-hmm. game. Or you can just use emulators, but don't tell Nintendo I said that. They're yeah, really, fuck Nintendo. Dude, really, uh, they like about that. Yeah, they like suing people. Yeah, a yeah, lot. Whatever. Nintendo's kind of crazy, but they also are like the foundation of the best games ever made. That's so, true. I was just yeah. playing Super Mario Bros. Wii with Owen yesterday. Wait, uh, oh, no, it was that? the day before. Um, do I? Do you have that? Yeah, we can play. Why have we not been playing this? <laughs> Dude, literally. What the fuck? We've been yeah. playing fucking gay-ass pool. All right, <laughs> podcast. Man, what the heck? Podcast is over. Yeah, We're time to go, go play fucking Super Mario Bros. That shit was like, my that was my favorite game as a kid for a very long time. And I was, I, was, I was religiously like indoctrinated to playing Mario. Like, I would not yeah. play Luigi, Toad. No, I was always fucking No, dude, fucking so Mario. I, fucked, I fucked with Mario, too. I mm-hmm. played Mario religiously. Uh-huh. Super Mario Bros., I beat every single world, three-starred, and got to the... Did you get to the fucking... World 9? No, no, the, the, the cloud world. Yeah, World 9. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit... Oh, my God, I beat that, too. Mm-hmm. I was so fire yeah. at that game. I played that shit every day. I have this, every like, fucking day. this nostalgic You used to call fireballs, fire beezies. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like throwing them fire beezies and Busy would never play with me. Busy's my sister for everyone that doesn't know. And she, when she would play with me, she would get so pissed because she would take too long. So like, you know, when you play with someone and, and bubble her. No, 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 no. I would do that too. But listen, this is what I would do. So, you know, like when you would run in front of them and they would hold you back. So then they would die. Mm-hmm. I would get so annoyed. So I would just pick her up and run with her. And then when there was an <laughs> obstacle, I would just throw her in the thing, bubble her, <laughs> wait till I got to the end, pop that bitch and then fight the boss. And then we would get through. I'm like, you take forever. She's like, no, you're both. I don't even want know oh why I play God. with you. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, we have. Bro. It'd be me, Owen, up. Thomas, and Claudia all playing all oh, four hell players. No. It was fucking chaos. Yes, dude. They I'm get killing people, people bubbling, every time. Get, yeah, exactly. Getting cut off from the map. And then they shake it. It's like, help me. Mm-hmm. Help me. Help me. Then you're like, fuck, dude. I don't yeah. want to pop you. But they get so close with the bubble that you just have to. Mm-hmm. And then they slow you down again. So you pick them up, throw their ass in the fucking mud. Mm, bitch. Stop on keep, You just got to uh, keep running. Uh, no regrets. Uh, Let them get killed by the map cutting off. TK. Bubble up, bitch. That game was so fucking fun. Dude, for real. I love that game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it, like playing it, I haven't played DS since, since actually since my little brother, when we were little, we had a balcony on our old house back yeah. in like, uh, this was probably like first grade at the latest. Yeah, dude, I'll fuck with balconies. He, we had a balcony in the inside of our house and my little brother grabbed the DS. He walked up there and yeeted it off Damn. for whatever fucking reason. Who was I it? haven't played DS since. Who was it? It was Colin. Let's go beat his ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it was so fucking Yeah, dude, nice. I would have been upset, but he, he was a kid, you know. Well, yeah, you just gotta, but I was a kid too. Not jump down the stairs. <laughs> I was bit. gonna, I was gonna kill him. Bro. <laughs> oh my god, it kills me off so much. I had this dinosaur like archaeology game. Oh, I think I had that too. They yeah, used to have that like, on the PS uh, thing too, right? I don't remember too much about like you'd have like this big like PS sand lot. Thing? It looked like a like a sandbox or something, and you'd walk around with like a shovel. It's like pixelated and shit, and you're like. And no, find bones. Maybe, no, I'm thinking of a different one. Okay. There was this cool as dinosaur game on those PS fucking handheld devices. That's what I'm thinking. PSP. Of. That yeah, those that game was sweet. You could like breed dragons your own. Like you could make them fuck and then get the egg and then yeah, like get a whole was, new dragon. I remember I like I research vaguely, different breeds. You could do that Pokemon too, but Pokemon sucks. I vaguely remember like playing like some game about dinosaurs and I would go in and I would like dig them up. And then I would get their bones, and then it would revive them into dinosaurs. Yeah. And oh fuck yeah! I lost it, and I was upset because I wanted to play more of it. Cause it was fun. <laughs> Dinosaur games are the shit. For real, I agree. I fuck with dinosaurs. Cause I got uh, a Minecraft. God damn! I need something to wash this brownie down. <laughs> Here, take that. Don't. Oh my god. Um. Ugh. 
<laughs> playing Minecraft as a kid. I cannot believe you just fucking drank that to wash down a brownie, bro. <laughs> that is gross. You're gross. You're gross for that. You fr- you're freaking dingus. That's a little weird. Gross. Over he a little gross for that, right? It's a little gross. <laughs> a little grody. Right, I'll take it. I don't give a fuck. Someone bro. just drink piss that brownie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what it was. I'm kidding. Uh, but playing Minecraft as a kid, finding like mods. I found this Jurassic Park mod where you could literally like make like incubators and shit, like the tubes. And you could grow dinosaurs in them. You would find bones in fucking caves. You'd mine them, and then you could do the DNA sequencing, find a new dinosaur species, and remake them. She was so fucking cool. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I f- dude, I wish dinosaurs were still around. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> For real, no. Cause like, think, think about it. If we had like a Jurassic Park, like a real one, with large amounts of space, because we can't let those fuckers roam free, obviously. <laughs> we got to <laughs> keep them in captivity. We can put them in the rainforest, because we already are fucking that shit up. But here's what we do. We take the dinosaurs... <laughs> and then we have like a little theme park for him, just like in Jurassic Park. That mm-hmm. would be awesome. Except yeah. with like all of the people being dumb and, and unlocking the gates. Yeah, yeah and they're great. selling information. We that just got to get rid of the happen. Epstein's in the in the business. That shit ain't gonna happen. Kill the Epstein's immediately, and then we're good. Then we just get to enjoy seeing a T Rex. Why not? But no, you know. I mean, I think there's stupid. I think there's scientific no, reasons that no, we can't. Hold on, yet. hold on, dude. I got beef with this fucking. Asteroid. Right, go on, go this on. asteroid pissed me off. Because <laughs> if that bitch wouldn't have hit Earth, you know what I mean? We would have still had the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Why? God's plan where? <laughs> you know? We wouldn't be here. Some bullshit. Yes, we would. You don't know. We could be. The dinosaurs wouldn't be here. Yeah. I How like the dinosaurs. How do you know they wouldn't die before we got here? What fuck are you talking about? <laughs> All I'm saying is I think it was unfair for the asteroid to hit Earth. I mean, I guess. No, no it's not unfair. Cool. It's just the natural order of things. Dude, you don't know what you're talking about. There's no fair. There's no unfair in the are, rules of the universe, dinos- bro. It sounds like you're racist towards dinosaurs. Racially motivated hate speech over here. Jesus Christ. Towards dinosaurs. Why, dude? They're good people. Did you want them to die from the rock? Is no. that what you're trying to say? No. All right, I'm piped I love them. <laughs> I just think it shouldn't have happened. But it did. You got to make peace with it, though. Whatever. I know. I know it hurts. It's garbage. I don't. I just feel like it'd be cool, and I realistically, well, all uh, yeah, minus minus the stupid fucking asteroid, the meteor, whatever. If we just had a dinosaur park, you know, why can't we have that? Because we can't make dinos. No, but we did find DNA. Well, we found what could be. DNA. Yeah, but even then, the process of taking that DNA and like implanting we it can into like an goats, elephant. Dude. What we can clone goats. We're yeah, chilling. but that's we. You can work with a whole genetic genome there. You're taking yeah, like but if we old... can actually get good DNA, like good viable DNA. But then the species are so different. What, what egg the, we find? Oh the, no, we don't even need. Let's one. say we find woolly mammoth DNA, which they did. You, the only possible way you can bring that woolly mammoth back with like the tech that we know of today and can theorize about, is by taking that and putting it in a fertilized elephant egg because they're the most similar, like genetically, to any other animal. And then eventually, hopefully. I don't know. Some deeper science shit goes on, but basically the elephant ca- elephant carries a baby mammoth and then gives birth to a, win- to yes, a mammoth. Yes, let's do it. But we can only Why do that not? with a mammoth. We don't have anything that's similar oh, enough to mammoths, like a T-Rex. man? I would love to see this. Imagine we just get mammoths back. Those things wild. were sweet looking. I've seen Ice Age so many times, and I think they look really cool. I wouldn't mind having them around. I agree. <laughs> they look dope. Same with Sid. He can come too. <laughs> that guy was cool. They oh have, my God. Have y'all have ever those. seen Surf's Sloths? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan is cool as Sid though. Yeah, Sid, Sid's way more laid back. Y'all y'all ever seen the movie Surf's Up? Oh, um, I love that movie. Fire, dude. I, dude, I feel like I'm Chicken Joe. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, are chicken. dude. <laughs> you are chicken Joe. Right on. I love that movie. Have it's you seen it? Character. A while back, dude. That movie's amazing. I used to. There's like this little surf game on the Xbox I used to have, and it was so fire. I would shred. I would beat that Zeke motherfucker every time. Go past him, shred him off his board. Mm, bitch. <laughs> Guess who's back in town? Mm. And I'd always be Cody because he cool. Chicken dude was sweet too. All right, guys. Um, we just caught word of like a slight emergency so it's gonna be a weird cut here we're gonna have to take like a break but we'll finish out this episode in hopefully like an hour or so yeah we'll be right back sorry about that we are back from our emergency yeah mm. um so we had a 
emergency and uncharted was, was mid it was good yeah <laughs> uncharted was mid Uncharted was, was mid okay. yeah the emergency okay. we interrupted and we had to go watch a movie halfway through the podcast jack played you played all the games uh i didn't play all of them but i played the first one and <clears throat> uncharted 4 i was okay. planning on playing all of them but uh, i just forgot about it yeah our, our emergency to be clear was watching uncharted which yeah. <laughs> it was it was filled with a shit ton of action. I didn't play the games, nor did Elliot. I think the movie was like a 5-2, five, 5-3. Five, yeah, I think, if anything, it she was... was mid. Every movie that comes out, though, was mid. Well, I think, yeah. if anything, it was just kind of a love story for the fans. Yeah, it Uncharted. really was. Yeah, but, like, were the fans that were, like, as a fan, were you pleased? Yeah. Okay, then that's good. It. I feel like it, uh, like, does a really good job paying mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg was annoying game. as fuck. Yeah, the only problem I had is, like, I don't think Mark Wahlberg is that great of an actor. And whoa, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. In, Marky in, Mark is pretty good. Because, like, an actor. in every movie, Mark Wahlberg just plays, plays himself. Guy. Okay. He yeah. just plays himself. And but that's that's, that's the best way to be an actor is to play your own person. If you're able to build up a reputation where being you is so entertaining that you can do it for a living, that's awesome. And I think you know it, what I, mean? I think if you're playing yourself, that takes out some deepness that a story can go to. Yeah, but he kind of is just like that asshole type. That's what he always plays. It's like how Clint Eastwood always plays the same character in every movie, but yeah. his movies are always fire. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg's movies aren't always well, fire, I as think, we've seen today. I but think in Uncharted, I think the acting on Mark's part was pretty... Was mid. It, yeah. it was mid. Mm-hmm. For what he can do, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. The, the other problem I had with is I kind of have a hard time seeing... Uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland play yeah, anyone other than Spider Man, just because Spider Man is just so iconic, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I thought it did a really good job paying homage to the games. Uh, it was, you know, just over the top action and cheesy one liners. You know yeah. exactly what Uncharted is. I wish they would have like done more like, uh, like thinking out loud like when he because he did that in the one part where he's like gunpowder and he grabbed that but i wish mm-hmm. it would have been like more video game mm-hmm. like gunpowder i might be able to use this and then grabs it or like shit like that, that like yeah, made it a little bit more nancy cool. drew type and shit that's the hard thing when making like video game movies and like mm-hmm. even tv shows like you don't have that voice in the character's head that's telling them these things mm-hmm. right and i think that's like the hardest thing about making a video game like movie or like TV show. Yeah, it just shouldn't be done. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Well, I mean, because <laughs> I, 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 no, I, there's no good video game movies. I've never watched. I've never played Uncharted. Never did. But at the same time, I did enjoy the movie still. And so I think Five they two. are good, and it's great that people do make movies about video games because it really is a love story to. If the Zendaya would have been in it, as long as it's done right. <laughs> you got beef with her. <laughs> nah, dude. dude. I'm just playing. <laughs> that Rue bitch though, she sucks. Her uh, character. Dude. Jack, have you watched Euphoria yet? I've watched the first episode and, and then you turn that I shit off, dude. I watched the I watched the whole first season. I started the second a little bit just because. Well, it it has an interesting story, I guess. I don't enjoy the show. I wouldn't say, but I am watching it like to the point where I'm not like, oh my god, I can't wait to get this episode over with. I'm like, okay, where is this going? Oh my going? god, you did know? you see the next the new episode of Euphoria? Dude, it's like it's like New Riverdale. Nah, dude. The new episodes of Euphoria come out, what, Sunday? Nah, that day's reserved for Attack on Titan, baby. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Fair. that. Shit, I'm all caught up to date on the episodes. You are? Yeah. Dude. I haven't even started it. Dylan it's actually so started good. watching Attack Bye. on Titan. No way. And he really? don't even watch anime. Yeah, Colin got him into it. Hell yeah. I was like, bro, I've been trying to get you anime that show so has long. That show has adult themes in it. Oh, yeah. God damn. Oh, yeah. Like, People that, get eaten. And just, Alive. <laughs> oh, it's weighty. It's, it's so heavy. Yeah. So heavy. Uh, like your mom. <laughs> Hit it! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but yeah, one thing I did want to touch on, and one thing I kept thinking about while we were watching Uncharted, mm-hmm. was the fact that so many movies nowadays, it's so easy and saves money to go complete CGI. Yeah, for everything. That's true, and like there were some scenes in that movie that like just look like. They just like look t- fucking bad. weird. Like when he was looking at the photos, like you can clearly tell that like it wasn't a real photo. It was just a green screen. Yeah. You know? So much green screen action. Like I thought it would have been so fucking cool if when they pulled up a little bit of spoilers. Um sorry. If you guys want to go watch the movie, go watch it. You could press pause on this episode, but when they pulled up on the fucking ships sitting there in the whole cavern mm-hmm. thing. Like it wouldn't be that difficult 
to just make some shitty looking wooden boats no, literally. and put them and actually just actually just Look at go parts to this of the location. Caribbean. They did some really great, yeah, really great shit and without CGI. And it looked CGI. so real mm-hmm. and it got you so much more immersed because it fucking I felt real. Dude, I love those movies. Those okay, those are movies that aren't based on. I think we actually found ones. Is that is, are those based on a book or anything? Parts of the Caribbean, or Caribbean, I'm not however sure. you guys pronounce it. I don't know. But either way, those movies are great and are. always well done. So if those aren't based on a book, or like. Obviously, it's not based on a goddamn true story, <laughs> but if you're not based on a book, then those are really fire movies without yeah. being, you know, like... Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it was really disappointing that there was so much CGI. Well, it's like that yeah. in every movie now. Well, I mean... That's how it was when that Star Wars movie came out where uh, bitch-ass Luke was, like, levitating <laughs> in the air when he was using his force to be at that, like, what? what's the name of that movie? Force. It's... The last it was Jedi? one of the yeah 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 I no no it was one of the yeah, newer ones that's not what it's names. called the last Jedi is one of the I newer forgot ones. about them well, I think suck. it was like the first new one that came out the Force Awakens I th- okay mm-hmm. I think that's it I, I don't mean, know I can't remember the whole the names thing are, was, there's too many of them like sure they could build a boat mm-hmm. and stuff but like that costs money mm-hmm. exactly it's CGI it's cheaper to do CGI a lot cheaper well and it's just a every it's like every movie that comes out is a money grab. Like, exactly. I think the the thing that how bothers me. can promote this really quickly and cheaply to get people to buy tickets to see it? Yeah, know? it would be it would be more expensive to build boats, and it would take a hell of a lot more time. It would increase the budget and all of that. But that, to me, as a viewer, as an audience member watching the film, if I see something that's real and I know that they put effort into it, it makes me enjoy and appreciate the movie and also the story. Also, it shows a that they actually care about the story because and of that. Work. Yeah, they care about how they. Uh, like bring things to the screen Mm -hmm. and that shows a lot more detail and it shows that people Mm -hmm. actually put work into this not just for a paycheck it was more like passionate project and Mm -hmm. you don't see that a lot but you that's why with dune that was such a good movie oh i i think uh the that uncharted movie was like a really like had like some thought to it at least (laughs) to like the fans of the game because you know it had like a sticker of Naughty Dog, which is the people who made Uncharted, and they even had the voice actor. I thought that was so yeah. They cool. had the voice actor who plays Nathan Drake in the games and the I movie. I was wondering that too because when they sick. said something to him, he was like, "I've been in, I've been there yeah, before." Yeah, I, I heard that. I was like, "Is that the voice actor for yeah. Nathan Drake?" And I'm like, I looked the it up. I was like, yeah, it was. you so fell out of cool. a plane inside a car. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been that, there. And like that's something that happened in the game. Yeah, you know, so that's he cool. Really has been there. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I definitely agree that it was a solid film. Mm-hmm. It's just the thing that really stuck with me was all the CGI, and it made me think about every other movie that is made. It's we just called this all a CGI. whole ass emergency to go watch this movie. <laughs> it's only like a second clip for them. We were gone for like two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. I uh, I would recommend it even mm-hmm. if you uh, don't like Uncharted. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Yeah, I never played the games. I don't know shit. I wouldn't about the watch story it again. Though. I did enjoy it. Like yeah. it's not a movie I'd return to. Yeah. Like it was like okay, that was okay. Like that was fine. That was cool to watch. Like mm. the action, it was it was it was sweet, you know. Mm. But it's not a movie I'd be like, oh yeah, you should watch that movie. Or like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna put this movie on. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's not a lot the... of movies. I'm not like that with a lot of movies. So I can't watch a lot of them repeatedly. Yeah, because most mm-hmm. of the time, really good movies. Most of the time, when there is a movie that brings you back to watch it a second time, it's because there's a lot of thought that went into the story development, and really so good. you need a second shot to get like a Nemo. better understanding of the story. Mm-hmm. I've seen Nemo like probably eighty times. <laughs> it's a good movie. What you laughing at, clown? It is a good movie. It is. No, it is. It's a really good movie. Finding Dory was kind of mid. It was okay. It was okay. Dory just needs to get her shit together. She needs to get back on her meds. Yeah, she sure. needs to hit up that uh, Dunn. Get on that ADHD <laughs> meds, bro. <laughs> oh. Contact him through her TikTok. Yeah. But no, I think the movie was all right. It, I just, I don't know. Movies nowadays don't really impress me that come out. Except for Dune. That was a good movie. Dune was. Even the Marvel movies, I'm like, They're mid. making a game for it. For no Dune? way. Yeah. No way, really? It's like a, it's like a strategy game. Like, oh shit! Like, like uh, bird's eye view. Um, yeah, or? it's. I think. I think it's kind of like uh, uh, like Halo game? Wars type of thing. Uh, Sid Meier's Civilization. Mm. Kind of like that. I think that would be really cool. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Do you know uh, the game Stellaris? Uh, I've heard of it, but I've never played it, and okay, I don't yeah. know anything about it. It basically just advanced as fuck. Like, there's so many details when it comes to like building up your civilization, mm. maintaining it, taking over other other groups or whatever and governments mm. is that where you pick like a that. country and then no Solar, it's like it's a space, space oh type shit. oh you used to, haven't you uh is that the game you were showing me a while back where you have like the rocket ship you travel to different um planets 
and like um maybe inhabit their uh, shit? CJ and Peter and I played it for a little bit. Okay, then yeah, I think that's it okay. because it was either you or Peter that showed me that. Probably Peter. Okay, it was one of you two, yeah. but it was crazy. I remember seeing. Yeah. It, I was like, damn. But yeah, I would be excited to see some concept like that come into Dune because yeah. just from the like, it's hard to deliver if you have a uh, an established storyline that has so much lore to dig into. It's almost impossible to dig into all of that in a, one fucking film because mm-hmm. you only have like at max like two two hours forty minutes ish before it gets too long to get into the nitty gritty details of mm-hmm. it. So like if they made a strategy game like that, then you could dig deep into the lore. And like you can even like make your own story, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing with Dune is, is I just hope it doesn't turn into like a, like a Hunger Games or like a the Maze Runner type deal where the first movie is really good and then the mm-hmm. sequels are yeah. not so good. Yeah. yeah. I I Maze Runner good. was trash and so, or the, the ones after the first one and so was Divergent. Did you ever watch like the first one and then go watch the second one afterwards? I watched the first one. I don't think I've ever seen. First the one was hard. One. The first one was hard. It was, yeah, second one was hard. fucking garbage. Mm. Same with Maze Runner. That shit was like, the first one was like, dude, this shit is gonna be sweet. The second one came out, I was like, why did I spend money to see this? I've never seen Maze Runner. Wow, the Maze first Runner one was even? good. No, it is pretty it. good. Because yeah, that was, was entertaining. That was in like the era of where like those movies came out and they were. All I just I saw After the Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. That's where the mess Hunger Games is hard. Started. Yo, no, Hunger Games is great. That was so well done. And I didn't even read the books, but from what I've heard, people who have read the books said Hunger Games was really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read the first book because when we were little, my mom and dad wouldn't let me watch the movies until <laughs> I read the book. So oh, like, I literally had to use stupid. I, I had to use my mom's like Kindle with like the shitty screen <laughs> and just like one button. It's like cracks. And on I had it. to use that to read I the just first lied. book. I just would have been like, I, I read it. No, they track that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, but like after, how many minutes are on each page? Uh, they just make sure like I like they'd keep up to date with me reading it. And Fuck like, that, dude! I would just like pirate the movie. I'd be like, I ain't uh, reading I this book. I just want to see the time. movie. But I'm glad because I didn't. I did enjoy the book. It was, did it know? line up pretty well for the first yeah, one? I, I think so. Yeah, the books were pretty good. Yeah. I like the books. I lo- I think the movies were. Did you read all? Phenomenal. Of them? Uh, I did read all of them. Mm-hmm. Do I remember what happened? Like no. Movie list. All yeah, of them. There's a lot in it. Mm-hmm. Catching fire or the the third one, whatever it's called, Mockingjay Part One and Two, fire. The second movie, amazing. Where they're in like the clock arena. Yeah. Where that shit shifts. Oh my god, that shit was wild. I always like the Hunger Games because they always wear like weird outfits and stuff. You got Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, the fucking flamboyant shit in like the Capitol or whatever. It was super, super wild. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, dude, she's so attractive. You love her. Dude, for real. She's she's awesome. The things I would do. Uh, yeah, I think that I trust that Dune won't turn into a money grab. A money grab. I I trust Me that too. it won't because I watched since so I enjoyed passionate. I enjoyed the first movie so much. I went and I watched a bunch of interviews on YouTube of like the different uh, actors that played the characters as well as interviews with Denis Villeneuve or I don't, I don't know if I pronounce his last name right Villeneuve whatever. Um, <laughs> a bunch know. of interviews of him talking about it and he found the book, the original Dune book, when he was like fourteen. Mm. And oh, wow. he fell in love with it. So this has been a passion project for him since he was young. Yeah, and wasn't it his dream project to do that? I don't know if it, it was definitely one of his dream projects. I don't want to say it was because I'm not certain of that, but it was one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was really cool because he also talked about how Hans Zimmer did the soundtrack. Claps for that. Fuck yeah. I love Should Hans have been Zimmer. On, yeah. I did no, like the Hans soundtrack. And <laughs> no. Hans the... goes hard, dude. He did Interstellar. He did Inception. I was talking about the, the Uncharted movie. He did I Inception. Thought, oh, okay. I thought the soundtrack in that movie was uh, really good. You said he did Inception? Actually, I'm not certain. I'm pretty sure he did, but I'm not certain. I know Christopher Nolan, and Christopher Nolan like does all these other films with him most of the time. But Inception um, soundtrack was good. Was yeah, hard. I agree. The soundtrack went hard and in charge. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, uh, did they tie in like the the kind of like cutscene music or mission completed music from the game into the movie? They might have, uh, but I like played the games like a long time ago, so right. I don't really remember. Right. Probably like a remix of the main mm-hmm. theme or whatever. Jack, you mm-hmm. ever listen to Enya? What? Enya. No. Dude, get you some Enya. Fire, fire uh-huh. music. Way better than Hans Zimmer. Trust me. They do different Trust. styles of music. Hey. There ain't none better the than the other. The men are talking, Joseph. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> That's a great movie. Uh, Kings of Summer. Yeah, I recommend that movie to people. 
That is a good movie. I've been telling Simon about it. It only took him four years to watch it. Never seen it. And he watched it. It was good. Yeah. Uh... With Dennis falling in love with um, the book Dune since he was 14 years old, mm -hmm. Hans Zimmer worked on the soundtrack for the movie, and and so anytime <clears throat> Dennis didn't know how to direct a scene or wanted to kind of figure that out, he would uh, him and Hans would get together and go over the pages of the book to figure out exactly what they'd want to do with music for what scene, and they'd work together looking at the book to figure out how to make the scenes and music happen, which I thought that was super cool. Yeah, yeah like breaking it down and being like, okay, this can, this is more dramatic part, so we needed more. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, they That's talked really a lot about, you know, the like female voice that comes in, does like the, mm -hmm. ah. I love that shit. <laughs> no, that's hard. It is yeah. so that's beautiful. Hard. And that was one thing that they talked specifically about. I don't know to what extent, but I just know that they really focused on that for a specific reason. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's why I trust that Dune when that comes out 2023 uh i think it got delayed to like 2024 fuck's sake hey now you know my pain <laughs> fuck you yeah, know I'm my pain <laughs> you know it at least that shit it hurts i'm not it a hundred percent sure don't quote me on that okay. but i'm pretty sure it's i wouldn't be surprised because it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough well hopefully we're looking for some good movies in the future yeah, yeah. yeah. some I, nice I, movies with covid yeah with covid like the quality movies kind of went down but well, the up. streaming services yeah. kind of went up. That, though. Yeah, every all their movies coming out are like solid acting, solid they, directing. They they mm -hmm. saw that bag and they ran with they it. They took it. They yeah. ran with it. Yeah. But um, I think we should get to wrapping it up, boys. Yeah, yeah it's been. Um, this has been really cool. It was really nice having Jack on as our first guest mm -hmm. ever. Been fun. So oh, yeah. yeah, first guest. Yeah. First guest. Yes, so, sir. This is my, it's this a is great a, honor. Yeah, this is a big uh, uh, big day. I'd mm -hmm. like to thank my mom. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank jesus yeah. uh praise lord uh, yeah thank you We're, for having me dude this, yeah, is a this was a blast. really good time we hope to have you on again in yeah. the future maybe maybe uh, nice. whenever the time comes and uh to all of you listening have a beautiful rest of your morning day evening whatever the fuck time zone you find yourself or in. night or night yeah. have a fucking beautiful time we'll catch you later bye love you love you love you, love you.